1: So, as we like to do with some of the ends of our podcast, we did want to answer some of your questions. And there was one question that stood out that caught both Sal and I's attention. It caught my attention because I had a burger for dinner tonight. So, <laughs> why did it jump out to
0: you? Yeah, because Faith asked me that question. And I'm like, you know, that's a good question because I don't know. I don't really talk a lot about my like, food takes. And I think it's weird because everybody's kind of a food critic and food expert on Twitter. And I'm not uh-huh. that guy, but I definitely have my opinions, right? So Faith, thank you very much, Faith, for asking the question. I actually replied to her on Twitter, but I said, hey, I didn't use, we didn't use this on the show. So we're using it today on this show, on this episode. And the question was, what's your favorite burger topping or toppings, I guess. So Matt, I'll go first here and I'll say, first, I love a good burger. I use, I, I like my burger medium rare. How yep, do you like same. Yours? medium okay. rare? I like Smart it, man like nice and juicy. Right. Mm-hmm. And on that burger, I'll do the regular lettuce, tomato. I'll do that. I like bacon and I like mushroom. Like you give me a bacon mushroom burger. Now it's got the grease it's pouring out. It's not good for me, but every once in a while I'll go the works to me, that's the works. And you know what, as far as sauces, condiments, give me ketchup, mustard. I don't care. Or if you have some sort of specialty sauce you make, whatever's so a lot of times, you know, restaurants do that. But the bacon and the mushroom to me together make a great, great burger.
1: All right. That's a very good answer. And I think that's like the very traditional, yes. really strong burger I'm answer. A traditional guy, yeah. I am not a huge, I know I just said that I had a burger for dinner. I, <laughs> I have I have burgers like once a month, if not less than that. But if I was like, okay, you're having a burger tonight and you can put anything on it, I would want this is gonna sound crazy. I want a burger. I want peanut butter. I want bananas. I want honey and I want bacon. And I know it's my my wife's in the kitchen right now. She just said, ooh, she heard me. She just heard me say that out loud. My wife just said, ooh. Oh my God. But no, it's delicious. I know it's a weird combination, but go through this again. Go through it again. Okay. Burger. Yeah. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Bananas. Bananas. Bacon. Yeah. And then probably like a little honey or like some sort of like drizzle on top of it.
0: Okay. My question is, how do you even arrive at this combination? Like what happened in your life that one time you tried this?
1: So I was at this place in Atlanta and they were like famous for this type of burger. It was called, I think it was called the Vortex. And it was like one of those like famous food spots. that has been on a bunch of like famous TV shows and whatnot. And I think it's called like the fat Elvis burger, because I guess like Elvis's sandwich was like a banana and bacon and peanut butter sandwich or or some sort of combination like that and there's a lot of places that do things that are similar now. So I know peanut butter on a burger is like really crazy to some people, but it's really good. It's really good. Here I just if you think that I'm crazy, maybe I am, but give it a try at least once because it might pleasantly surprise you.
0: Okay. I mean, I'm for trying new things on burgers or whatever, but I this is very interesting to me. I've never I mean I, you can go to, you can go to restaurants and order like a peanut butter and jelly on your burger. This combination though, seems a little wacky to me.
1: There's a lot. I'm like looking it up right now just to make sure that I'm not like losing my mind. And it's a very popular combination of like a burger with peanut butter and bacon on it. And then some sort of other things to make in addition to it. But that's also not like something that you would probably ever make at home. Like if you were making a burger at home for like a cookout or something, basically what you said Excuse me, is exactly how I would want it. I would want a burger with bacon. I'd want pepper jack cheese and I'd want lettuce and tomato. And then I would probably want like ketchup, maybe mustard too, but like nothing crazy. But like if you're at a place and you're looking at the menu and it says bacon, peanut butter burger, think of this episode of the
0: podcast and give (laughs) it a shot. All right. Well, listen, while we are in Rochester, you will have a lot of chances to eat these burgers (laughs) your, your own way. As we wrap up this edition of It's Always Game Day in Buffalo, lots of people are making their plans to go to Rochester, Matt, to yeah. go to St. John Fisher, to go out there for some training camps. My family's going to be out there. It's, it's a really cool time. If you've never been out to Rochester for camp, it's so fan-friendly. It's so family-friendly. It's really awesome. We've heard from a lot of other media who come in, national media, who say that's the one of their favorite spots to go to because it is so fan-friendly to everyone. There are, what, 11 chances for fans to go out to St. John Fisher, I think 10, maybe the other ones in Buffalo, but to go out to St. John Fisher and watch their team. And if you go out there and you spend a day, you spend a night, you'll be like us because we stay in the dorms and we hang out and not every night necessarily, but a lot of times we're there all through the day for practice, writing, editing, video, doing your stand-ups for TV, doing radio hits. And then at night, and then we go out, you have a particular favorite place you like to go to anywhere that kind of hits your mind that you like to go to? Yeah, it's not necessarily a
1: restaurant. It's this place called Marge's Lakeside Inn. Sal, have you been there? I have, and I have friends that go there who live in Rochester, and they have live bands, right? Yep, it's really cool. It's right down on the water. It's by Seabreeze Amusement Park. So if you're going with a family, you could absolutely do that. You could go to Seabreeze. It's a really cool little amusement park. Um, Think like... Fantasy Island on steroids is basically how I would explain like Seabreeze to somebody. But Marge's is right down the road. It's like this little house. You walk in, there's a bar right when you walk in, and then you continue out the back of the house and there's a private beach and it's right in the water. And it's very, very cool. Um, there's like Adirondack chairs all over the place. There's like these little fire pits and you can just kind of sit there and look at the water and the weather. is, If you're there, the weather is probably great. Watch the sunset, have a couple drinks. It's a really, really cool spot. And it's only about a 15 minute, 10, 15 minute drive from St. John Fisher. So it would probably be like to cap off an entire day if you were spending it in Rochester, not like going to Bill's practice and then going right to Marge's. I guess you could do that too, depending on the hours, but a really cool spot. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. I love it. Um, the, the spot I go to the most because it's close by and it's got really good food They did have karaoke. I don't know if they still do, but Uh, outside, inside the Pittsburgh pub, the Pittsburgh pub is a really good spot. They have a really nice menu, great people that work, that work there, but you'll see a lot of the media there a lot because it's actually right down the street off North main street and on North main street, I should say it's a really nice place. And I love going in there. They have another place connected to it called Jojo's Bistro and wine. And that's really good. They're both connected to each other, but it's super close. So if you're going there, you're, after practice, you want some lunch? Go to the Pittsburgh Pub. I'm just gonna recommend it. It's really cool. They have TVs in there. They, it's a sports bar. They have an outside patio, and then JoJo's is right there. I'd say JoJo's a little bit more like fine dining, upper, you know, wine things like that. Yeah. But you know, the menu they have just a regular they have a regular food menu, like bar menu at Pittsburgh Pub, and just you know other really nice eats, I guess. So I would recommend that for sure.
1: And if you're going with a family, because so many people go to training camp as a family and you want to make like a little bit of a day out of it, but you don't necessarily know like what your kids would like to eat or if you want to do a full meal or whatever it is, the Pittsford Farms Dairy is a really strong, solid ice cream place. And I just looked it up on maps for you. It is a whopping four minutes away from St. John Fisher. So if you wanted to go to practice and then go have a nice ice cream in the afternoon and then ultimately make the drive back to Buffalo or to wherever you're going, Pittsburgh Dairy, a really good spot with some really strong ice cream.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. There's also obviously a lot of great golf courses out there. I mean, they are known for their golf courses, obviously right there in the area. Um, you know, you have Oak Hill. If you can get on Oak Hill and you can play it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll say the same thing to me. Actually, one of my favorite courses to play in all of Western New York is a which is right next door to Oak Hill. I've played there. And again, you have to be able to get on it. There's different ways you could do that. You know, people or whatever but these are some really fine courses that are located right there in the heart of where Pittsburgh, where training campus.
1: Buffalo has great golf, but as somebody who is from Western New York, Buffalo, mm-hmm. the Buffalo side, I am jealous of Rochester golf. Rochester golf is awesome. Their highest end golf courses are just like elite. Amazing. Awesome. Go- I mean, nothing compares to Oak Hill. And a lot of people say, so I've I've been very fortunate. I've got to play Oak Hill East twice. That's the championship course. I have not played West, but I've heard people tell me that the West course is even sometimes more enjoyable than the East Course. And it would probably be the second best course in Rochester but it's still part of like the Oak Hill family. So it never gets maybe the recognition that it deserves, at least on the West Coast. Uh, I've never played a I've heard it's amazing. There's also like Monroe country club. That's right over yeah. there that I guess is really good, but there's also a lot of great public golf courses there. There's Ravenwood. Um, there's a couple other ones that are down there, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really, really good golf town.
0: Listen, there's lots of great places to go and, get some food, get some drinks. We just highlighted a couple of hours, but we don't want to leave anybody out. Like if you're out there, you know, the, the people are friendly. It's a great time. Highly recommend it. Check it out. Um, I know we have at our website, WGR550.com, uh, the bills schedule. I'm sure you do as well. WKBW.com. So you can go check all that out and you can, you know, figure out when you want to go and, and what you want to do there. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to training camp. Looking forward to being out there with everybody again.
1: I really enjoy it. And it is something that I think the team values very much. Like I think they take pride in going to Rochester. And I think they believe that it brings the team closer together. And it's hard to argue that it doesn't because those guys spend so much time together. They practice, then they go have lunch together, then they do their walkthroughs. And then a lot of them will maybe go golfing or they'll hang out in their room and they'll play cards or they'll play video games or they'll do whatever they want to do. But I mean, when you're forced to be with your team, teammates for a couple weeks, usually that's
0: some good quality time. We're forced to be with our teammates as well. All the colleagues that we work with in media, I I will tell, I'll, I'll, I'll share this final story because I, I mentioned the karaoke at Pittsburgh pub and there's a reason I mentioned it. So years ago they had it. I don't know if they do anymore. And we go down there. This has had to be 2016, I guess. So we're in there and I'm, I'm with our friend Josh Reed who works over at WIVB TV in Buffalo. And we're in there and, you know, kind of closing the place down, let's say Matt at night. Right. And they were doing karaoke and everybody's up there having a good time. And the woman's closing all the karaoke down. She's shutting it down and we're walking out and this is probably 11 to 1130. We're walking out. We're one of the last people left. Well, in walks Ed Reed, as we're walking out, who was a coach for the bills at the time. And Ed's walking in with a couple of friends and Ed says, whoa, 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 karaoke. Why are you shutting that down? And we're like, oh, wait, 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 Ed, you want to do karaoke? So we had to tell this woman, you need to let Ed Reed sing karaoke. He's Ed Reed. You got to let him sing karaoke. There had to be, I'm not kidding you, other than the employees, Matt, there had to be maybe six or seven people in the entire place, including us and Ed Reed. And Ed Reed got up and sang karaoke. And then we got up on stage and sang karaoke with Ed Reed. And forever to this day, I tell people, I sang karaoke on stage with Ed Reed. What was the song? Do you remember the song? I have no idea. I don't even remember. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to ask Josh and we'd have to remember. It was, it was fun, though. We had a great time. But that's what Rochester and training camp can do for you. Now I will tell you, days are different now under Sean McDermott's staff than they were under Rex Ryan's staff. <laughs> just a little, just a little bit. Just a little bit. At 1130 or midnight. There's no doubt about that. But that's the kind of thing that you could do in Rochester when you're just out at night having a good time.
1: Yeah, I. That's a great story. I remember hearing the story the first time and just thinking it was amazing that Ed Reed was. Well, I, w- <laughs> I guess I wasn't surprised that any of the coaches were out because we saw plenty of them. Yes, but the fact that he was doing karaoke was amazing, and also like you're a performer, so kudos to you for <laughs> thriving in that situation. Oh. I I don't think I could do karaoke under any circumstance. Oh, really? Like no. you've never done it? I think I've done it once, but I was like. 13 years old, and it was like part of a bet, but I would be terrified to go sing karaoke.
0: Wow. Well, guess what? We might have to make this now a challenge to find a karaoke bar in Rochester for Matt Bovee to go up and sing karaoke. If in your wildest dreams or nightmares, you did sing karaoke, what would you sing?
1: It's all coming back to me now.
0: Celine Dion.
1: Uh, yeah, for sure.
0: I mean, but here's the thing. You said that so quickly.
1: Yeah, because I've like, you said it so quickly. I've like thought about what I would sing, but I would never do. Well, so there's like a lot of you uh, you can't see this. Sal and I, we can see each other's faces. Obviously, I'm blushing so much. You are. Um, I think that would be the answer because it's just such a great song. Um, But I also there's like so much range in that song that I would just completely butcher. So if I had to sing a carrier like if I had to I think I would pick a song that's just like a sing-along that everybody would sing and that I wouldn't have to think maybe it would be like I don't know, like Mr. Brightside or like Friends in Low Play or like just a sing-along yeah, song yeah. that like everybody knows, basically, just so I didn't have to like embarrass and suffer myself. We were we were in a situation we were in a karaoke bar in New Orleans the night before the Thanksgiving game, yeah. and I was with like 10 of our colleagues, basically, and everybody was like picking out what they were going to sing, and I could not have been out of there fast enough. I was like, "All
0: right, bye, everybody.
1: Have a great night. Wow. See you guys
0: tomorrow." And I just
1: walked home by myself.
0: This is our challenge to do. I, I look. I'll be honest with you. Like, I'll do Sinatra. Like, he's my range. I like. I can definitely like do Sinatra for sure. But I try to challenge myself to other things that, that might not sound as good. But I think I'm okay at it. But like, I try to stay in my range there and what I know I can do. I have a few go to songs. Sinatra is one of them. But I think that whether it's Celine Dion or anything else we're getting you on stage to do karaoke this fall. Like that's the challenge now. Yeah. It's the always game day in Buffalo challenge to get Matt Bovee to sing karaoke in Rochester during training. Camp.
1: Well, good luck. Do you remember, <laughs> do you remember Keith Radford, the long time yes, anchor at channel seven? Yes. Big Frank Sinatra karaoke guy, big, nice. fra- big Frank guy. We used to like, it be sitting- yeah, it was great. We, we used to be sitting there in the commercials and he would be singing Frank. And I was just like, man, What a legend. What a guy.
0: Love it. Absolutely love it. We hope you loved this edition of It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. We want to thank our producer and editor, Jim Stalianu. We want to thank you for listening. Please download, subscribe to us. We really would like you to subscribe because then you get all of these podcasts right into your browser. Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever it is, the Odyssey app, wherever you listen. It'll come right into your browser and you'll get four of them at a time. Look, some people might think, hey, that's a little weird but that's because you get the whole episode and you get each segment broken up so you know exactly what you can go listen to if you want to listen to that particular segment. We're breaking down the bills, the state of the bills, position by position. And for Matt Bove, I'm Sal Capaccio. You can catch him on WKBW-TV in Buffalo. Matt, what do you got going on here the next several weeks?
1: Several weeks, going to enjoy some time off, go on a little bit of a vacation, just kind of decompress because we know we got to be so on once training camp starts. It's like bittersweet excited to get ready for training camp but also that means summer's ending but going back to the beginning conversation that does mean we're close to fall and fall's the best so that's okay
0: that's right and uh i'll be doing the same thing we'll be talking a lot about our vacations and what is a, what we did as we look forward to training camp and on the next episode we're going to look at the defense defensive line and defensive uh tackles and ends i should say here on it's always game day in buffalo thanks for tuning in